like this, don't come on a box score. Keenan with the kale, just give me the rock more. Weather off the glass, nothing but the net. I'ma get you set, pick and roll, we can go with the whole four. Dick Vitel, look at diaper dandy. NCAA with the great Andy. Right, welcome to the Courtside Conscious Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sam Scott. Got my boy, Faith, my guy Donovan with me. Yes, sir. Back for smoke season. Listen, them boys 17 and 4. Everybody else is cooked. Cooked. Right. Every loss we had this year was fake. <laughs> These are not real basketball games. Them two Cavs losses, fake. That Bucks, the Bulls game, fake. It's super fake. <laughs> oh, no, the Bulls games definitely don't count. So, can you hear me? Don't act like that with nobody else. Yeah, I, yeah, I can hear you. All right, for sure. Yeah, the Bulls game. Terrence Levert gave us forty, and didn't, and then didn't score over like twelve for like three weeks after that. Hey, let me go look at Terrence Levert's <laughs> most recent games because I just already know it's gonna piss me off. Terrence Levert's like top five scoring games. Two of them came against the Celtics. He's really like. <laughs> A disgusting man for <laughs> what he does. Okay, he scored. He has scored twenty-two against Philly the other day, and then he scored eight against Toronto. He didn't play like five games. Then he went zero for four in fourteen minutes against Miami, and then he scored four in thirty minutes against Charlotte, and then he scored two in twenty minutes against Milwaukee, and then he scored thirteen against Minnesota. This is just like. This is not a real basketball player. That <laughs> 40 shit is not moving me. It's not moving me either. And really, the refs kind of hold us out that second um, Bucks game, too, because that Tatum dunk at the end was definitely an and one. Well, there's no reason for that game to go in OT. It wasn't, so it's whatever. Let's, uh, they don't have to see us again. And they ain't going to want to see us a second time. Because right, Donovan Mitchell is not going to shoot 50% on pull-ups every day against us either. So. And it's crazy because he's a good playoff performer, but I just know, like, when Rob get in there and niggas trying to play – when we play – we could play drop with Rob. That, that pull-up shit, Rob blocking somebody's shit from the three-point line. And they're going to be shit. So, exactly. Uh, and I, I think – Grant... I hate to do it to Garland. <laughs> and I think Grant was suspended that second game too. Yeah, I, I hate to do it to Garland. <laughs> Fuck the Hunter Mitchell. <laughs> um, I hate to do it to Jared Allen. Um, so you know, Jared Allen. Love Evan Mobley, but... That love Evan Mobley, but... Fuck Cross yeah. LeVert. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it, it to the boys. Getting it 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 clean it. five games. For Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> and we're here today, fresh off of 40-piece, 40 49 from Tatum yesterday. Oh, hold on. An ethical 49 at that. Not a forced 50. Ethical buckets. He <laughs> ethical he tried to buckets. force the 50 at the end, but he, he couldn't get it. It's okay, though. I, I wish okay. he could have got his 50. But my, just on my voice said in the press conference, he said he was trying to get 50 for Grant birthday, <laughs> but he scored 50 again before, and he'll do it again one day. So, he'll do it again one day. Like, yeah. we see my, and we see Miami again tomorrow, too. Them damn cockroaches in Florida. Exactly. And they kind of had a uncharacteristically hot shooting night, too. Like, what's the what's homie name? Haywood Highsmith? Like, come on, bro. You, he, you sound like it's that. Not a, 
The thing about the Celtics, which I always think is funny, we typically do so good on stars that for teams to be successful against us, a random NBA player kind of has to do well. So that is where the Haywood Highsmiths and the Goran Drogics and the Karis Leverts and the, you know, when Chris yeah. Middleton wasn't Chris Middleton, those type of things <laughs> came from. Because it's like, we not about to be beat. Yo, it's very rare your stars are going to beat us. So you you better get, this random player better have a game in black. Exactly. And we'll challenge the stars to beat us by themselves a lot of times too. And the only person so far to actually do it was Steph. So there's that. And that's just stuff for stuff. Yeah. I couldn't do nothing but tip my hat off to the boy. Because them other people in the Bay stink. They were stinking it up. Yeah, pretty much. Stuff. Wiggins with for the... not being the same, man. <laughs> exactly. So it's all good. I ain't really worried about nothing. I said we play Miami again tomorrow. I think we got Brooklyn on Sunday. And then we got Toronto one day next week, I think. Damn, this is the first game against Brooklyn this year. <laughs> Yeah, right. we do got Brooklyn Brooklyn on Sunday. Then we go to Toronto Monday. Monday. We got Suns on ESPN on Wednesday. Now that is going to be That's gonna be a game. game. That's going to be a game. Cause you know, I I said some like in in the middle of the summer, I was like, I feel like the Suns like stuff is kind of going to be kind of overblown, and I think they'll be fine at the very least in the regular season. I don't know yeah. how they're going to be in the playoffs because I know how the niggas over there get down. But yeah, exactly. um, I, I, they are fantastic, well-coached regular season team. DeAndre Ayton looked revitalized, and I don't know how that happened because he went from <laughs> not even wanting to play with these niggas no more and not talking to his coach all summer. All to, summer, Basically, being the second option and sometimes first. So, <laughs> yeah. The money make you act a little different sometimes, I guess. Hey. Shit, uh, listen, I talked to my coach. If the team that he coached gave me 100 and whatever mil. Exactly. 125 um, mil make you, you know, reconsider I don't, know what kind of, I don't care what kind of qualms he had. You know, we figured that out. <laughs> Hey, let's get paid. Let's get these wins. So I ain't mad at them. Devin Booker off to a pretty hot start, too. <laughs> Him and Tatum just won um, players of the month for their respective conference. It's, it's, I never really I'm, – I'm very proud of Devin Booker for what he's done. I did not think I would ever like him after he scored that fake 70 against us. <laughs> but, you know, he has grown into a likable player. Um, and I, I wish him the best again. I wish him the best against everyone except us. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, I think him getting – I think what made me like him for real, for real, is him getting the Lakers out of the playoffs that one year. <laughs> Definitely. Them, them getting the Lakers out of the playoffs and talking shit to him the whole time and Lakers fans <laughs> being like, you don't want to piss LeBron off. Like, y'all better watch out. And then them losing three more games, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was it. See, that's why now really, this kind of been the dream season because we like doing historically great stuff offensively. And the Lakers are just kind of running around being mediocre in a bunch of different ways. <clears throat> like when they, they lost like... that game the other night, I I almost jumped out the bed. What was I about like 10 with like three minutes left? 
they was cooking, bro. They was cooking the whole game. And then late third quarter, I guess Indiana kind of got going. And that was all she wrote. Bro, I seen that NBA player. I don't even know his name. Hit that three. I was crying laughing. Like, that was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Everyone on that court looked so dejected. I could just kind of, I know a ticket to Crypto.com Arena is so much money. And I just can't imagine paying that much money to for that to happen to my team. That's just, and, that's got to hurt. And that's the dude who hadn't, who stat sheet was full of zeros for the past, like, four games leading up to that, too. <laughs> To hit a game when a buzzer beater was crazy. I don't even know homie name. So sh- shout out to him, whatever his name is. Shout out to him indeed. I gotta look. I gotta, I gotta find this. And speaking of face, Tyrese is, um, Halliburton is balling too. The Kings are gonna regret that. They should be regretting the trade right now. Kings are, I'm glad the Kings look good this year, but Jesus Christ, they really gave them up. Absolutely. Try to get way up a a walk in 2010. Very nasty. Um, Very nasty. (laughs) He did not look great in his return to Sacktown, but, you know, it's okay. Here's what it is. His name is Andrew Nimbard. And it's crazy because I seen, when I seen people was tweeting about it or talking about it, I was like, are you misspelling Neesmith? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and I was like, did Neesmith just hit a game winner against the Lakers? Like, this really would have been my dream come true for real. That really but, would have been a dream. I was hoping he, I think he got, he did hit a big three sometime down the stretch of that game, though. So he was putting in work, too. Shout out Neesmith. Uh, Neesmith. Uh, I wish he could do the skill that he was drafted for with us, but I hope he thrives in his career. Hope he thrives. Maybe he'll come back later in the Jared Wallace role. <laughs> and now other kid on the Pacers is nice too. The Benedict Matherin kid. Bruh, that man. It's crazy the Pacers have him as a six man. I think it's a it's I mean it's been working for them, so I'm not gonna act like it's not a good strategy. Yeah. I mean he cooking the second strings and then coming in and closing games, but yeah, the fact that you could have someone that can score like that coming as a six man is crazy. Cause I, I and then it's also smart because I'm looking at who comes off the bench for them. I don't know who else would score. It's Matherin, TJ McConnell, uh, O'Shea Brissett, uh, Isaiah Jackson, and Aaron Neesmith. Like there are no buckets on that bench. Exactly. So you gotta <clears throat> He don't start one day, of course, but for now, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. He's probably going to be, like, the best runner-up rookie of the year we've seen in, in quite some time. Like, he since, might, he, since, since go ahead. Mitchell, I would probably say. And then before oh, Mitchell, I have no clue who there. And then Paolo, Jesus Christ, that's the best rookie I have seen in my lifetime. Wow. Um, at like, because I didn't see, I, I wasn't watching basketball when LeBron was there. So, like, when LeBron was in his rookie year, so I didn't see that. But as since I've been watching basketball since around like 09, I that is the best rookie I've seen in my lifetime. It, he, the only rookie I could be like, yeah, he's also up there is Blake. Oh, Blake was nasty as a rookie, but Blake, it was weird because he was technically a second year guy too. 
Yeah, he did get hurt like that summer, and he, I, his debut was like I I remember the hype around his debut. Yeah, that man dunked on everybody as soon as the game started. It was I ain't never I ain't never seen nothing like that at the time. I think he was the last rookie All Star we had too. Yeah, because Ben wasn't no All Star, <laughs> and that was the Western Conference, like the early twenty tens at that. Yeah, I think I think Blake averaged 2010 when he stepped on the scene. So oh, yeah, Blake was nice, and that's before he could even really create his own shot too. Yeah, Blake was a man. It's it's so crazy that he's coming off our bench and we only see him like one game out the week because it don't seem that longer though where he was like an all star. Yeah, he really was just like he was he's he was really chilling. He's really chilling for us. And it's crazy that he was playing his heart out for the Nets and getting fucking rotisserie by Jalen. <laughs> I thought he was going to retire after that. And then I they, thought he was coming. And then, like, all summer, you'd be like, oh, we should have signed Dwight Howard. Like, I can't believe y'all are giving Luke Cornette minutes. So y'all are signing Blake Griffin or all of that stuff. And then we lose two games to the Cavs. Everybody acting like, oh, you know, Brad don't know what he's doing. Brad never, Brad never been wrong. Never been, I never been wrong. <laughs> never been wrong. I ain't missed yet. Ran up, ran up, ran up 10 straight wins after that. Yes, sir. And Luke Cornett is doing his job well, too. So shout out, Luke. Shout out Bro, to my guy. Shout, shout out, Luke. Shout out, Sam. Shout out, Pritchard. Bro. I honestly, I thought we was going to mess up Trey's white boy rule and it was going to bite us in the butt. Shout out to Trey. But, shout out to um, but yeah, it's it's worked out, you know. Sam is the Matt Ryan that we wanted. I can't believe people is getting mad at us for not resigning <laughs> Matt Ryan. And the Lakers just cut him. Ain't it? Just um, cut him. It was mad about him. Matt Struss, um, Struess Struss last year too. So he was with us for a little bit. Matt Struess did. Lord yeah. knows what in that heat scene. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't imagine if y'all had him. Okay, sure. All right, bet. Watch this. Like, Sure. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Brad ain't never missed. Shout out to Big Brad, my GM. Brad, that is my Big GM. Brad. <laughs> Big Brad. That's that is my GM. That's my coach still to this day. But shout also shout out Joe. Yeah. Shout out Coach of the Month, Joe. Big Joe. <laughs> coach of the Month. Put coach coach of, of the Month. month in he said Joe said this head coach and stuff is sweet. He said the league is too easy. Everybody said, listen, I've been an assistant coach for three years. I done seen it all already. Yeah, so I, you know, he I, been... I know, I know where y'all niggas went wrong. I got it. Got it. I, I know where I was I, fucking up. I didn't realize how long Joe had been with the team until I was like looking yesterday and saw that he got hired in twenty nineteen. So that's the year right after so that's fresh after Kyrie leaving. I like all the stuff that was coming out about him when we hired him was so like it was so fake to me because I was just like this man has been on the staff since 2019 yeah, yeah. they obviously did they due diligence when it happened and, or when they hired him originally and it's mm-hmm. like it, it, y'all don't even like know the details of whatever happened y'all are just like saying things just to say things it's like all right, well, uh, we, they, we all want to hold it. It's just, it was whatever. 
And they tried to frame him as an E-May guy at one point too. But he's really <clears throat> I say, but he's really a Brad guy. Brad guy through and through. Yeah. So he was there the year that Tatum and them actually made the leap. He was there to see the, the, the true growth. Yeah, he was there for the bubble run. He was there for the disaster season after that. He was there for the trip to the finals. They credit him a lot for fits in the offense last season at that. Bro, he was there for Tristan Thompson getting meaningful yeah. minutes. So he's not new to this. So these is really these is really his guys. He really kind of helped raise these guys too and yeah, develop them. Two disaster there. seasons in three years. That's really crazy. Pretty much. <laughs> Last year started off rough, but you no know, bounce back. And people thought this pretty. year was going to be another one. Bro, I knew it. I was not worried about the start of this year. I was like, it's the same personnel in basically same the same offense. And this man was here beforehand. I already know for a fact, like, Tatum already took the leap. Brown already took the leap. If anything, they'll take another leap. Like, I'm not worried about them right. just because they lost a coach. <laughs> like, if any, sports co- if any sport coaching matters the least amount, it is basketball. Absolutely. It's time I'm football gonna, where the yeah, coach has gonna, to call a play every possession. So yeah, I'm not gonna act like coaching <laughs> don't matter at all, but it's like if if it we have seen many a teams overcome being mid coaches. Hell, Giannis has a ring and he has one of the middest coaches I have ever seen in my life. Coach Giannis, should have gotten fired after they won the ring. <laughs> Giannis ran out the ring with his coach and supporting cast trying to sabotage him every game by the way. So, and the it's Lakers good. won a ring with Frank Vogel, too, so. Coach Bud figured out a whole season in eight playoff games into the season, <laughs> hey, maybe I should use Giannis as a role man. And that was a wrap. That was always true. Fast. And uh, our defense is a little underrated, I think. I think it's a lot better than the numbers actually say because you aren't running up big leads nightly without a serviceable defense, at least. Yeah. So I think you have to. So I think after last night game, we're at 19th because we gave a lot of points. But we give up, but the heat were just hot. But on average, we give up a lot of points. Because we go up big, and then they kind of take their foot off the gas for at least one quarter, and let the team come back. Then they lock down for five minutes and run the lead back up. Like, we beat 140 to 105. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. Are you really, like, are you are you really scoring? Like, did you really score that many points? Exactly. Uh, like, and then the Wizards were getting blown out all game, basically, or at least, like, after that third quarter, and then they only <laughs> lost by nine technically just because they scored 33 in the fourth because the bench was <clears throat> being stupid. The Kings right. scored 104, and they was getting beat majority of the game. It's like, to see, I know Jalen and Jason are somewhere close to the top of the league in transition buckets, and you can't get that many transition buckets if you aren't playing good defense or getting stops in some form of capacity. Exactly, exactly. So, like I said, defense, girl, Derek White is defending at a crazy level, and he's shooting at a crazy level. I think Derek has actually probably made the biggest leap out of anybody not named Tatum 
just because just in terms of where he was with us last season, offensively, he kind of looked out of place or just didn't know his place a lot of times. So now he's just like a sniper fitting seamlessly, making all the right plays. That man was playing some of the best defense I'd ever seen in that playoffs and selling on that three-point line. Yeah. And, and still making really good plays. And I really couldn't be mad at him for nothing. I Like, I could be mad at him for missing threes. I'm like, damn, you're doing everything else I could ask for on the basketball court. Like, you hit floaters, you driving, you finding niggas. And now, he came back a shooter. It's really crazy really? to see. <laughs> him and Broden, it's just uh, him, Broden, and Marcus. It's an incredible fit together. Just a, <laughs> truly a three-headed dragon. Like, like I just cannot he, imagine having being guarded by Marcus Smart and seeing Marcus Smart checking out, and then Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White are coming off the bench to also guard you. Right. It's and then they running and then they hitting back at you offensively too at that. <laughs> Bro, Marcus' offense has been. Great. I like his offense so much. That's another man who has never proved me wrong. He always come back better like, every season. And it's so crazy to see. Like everybody be like, oh, you don't need to be the starting point guard last year. Came back crazy. Oh, you know, you know, he needs to be a two. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon needs to start over him. Love Malcolm. That boy came in, you know, doing his thing, but Marcus is basically showing like I I'm him. I was him yeah. before that. <laughs> I, I've been him. I'm the third best player on this team. <laughs> Marcus, he earned his spot. He's keeping it. Like they gave him the, they took the chance on making him the starter when everybody was like, they need a point guard. They put the ball in his hands last year. Putting the ball in his hand last year was one of the biggest reasons for the turnaround. And now he got the biggest. To pass the ball and they started winning games. <laughs> exactly. And now he got efficient shooting splits to match to match everything else. So you really can't tell us nothing about Marcus no more. I'm not hearing it no more. Shout out Marcus. <laughs> I think he was shooting like 44% from the field going into yesterday's game. Which is just ridiculous. I remember when he was statistically the worst volume shooter of all time. His first like three seasons. Yeah, he's uh, him. Honestly, for me, him getting a, a driving game and a little bit of a post game, and, like being able to finish, is way better than way more important to me than him hitting threes easily. Because he's such a big physical guy, so he's a mismatch for most point guards. <laughs> like that Thunder game, he really took it to them, just driving to the right, like down the stretch. And that's after Bruh. he was playing awful for most of the, uh, that game, too. That man was through the Thunder and just, like, <laughs> go crazy. I don't know what it is about the Thunder, <laughs> but he, that boy get the OKC and just start getting down. Or oh, he exactly. see them OKC jerseys and just start getting down. <laughs> uh, boy, Marcus, man. And I said, we doing all this without Rob. <laughs> Bruh, all this without Rob. Without Rob. That boy... And it, <laughs> And last but certainly not least, shout out Al Horford. First contract extension this morning. Bro, I can't believe. I didn't even like that wasn't even something that I thought about. It was just it wasn't like, I thought it either. I thought it was it was gonna be something that worked itself out and now it worked itself out mad early. 
Just saying, I think we got more room to sign Grant later, but like mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's 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 been great. Um, I'm glad to see Al back, and he could take all as much break as he wants because I know we're gonna need him in them playoffs. Oh, I mean, my, I get my boy a ring while he do some great things, and so yes, solidify his Hall of Fame appearance. <laughs> Absolutely. I need, I need my boy to get his little, <laughs> little jacket. I don't even know if they give jackets in the NBA Hall of Fame, but I need my boy to get I think he, they going to give him it. They better give him something. He's going to get a jacket. <laughs> if not, we're going to get him one. God damn it. <laughs> a trophy, a, a sweater, or something. Hey, shout out Al. Shout out my boy Josh and um, Josh Horford. Al's bro. That's my guy right there, too. Shout out him. And, shout out, and all, shout out, Anna. Le- niggas need to leave her alone. <laughs> please stop niggas bothering need to leave Anna Horford alone. She, please let that girl she, it's, okay, it's okay for her to be horny on a TL. She's an adult. <laughs> Just mute her or, or, or block her. It's okay. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. And let's get into Jalen for a little bit, too. I feel like Jalen has come under the most heat out of anybody on the team for some odd reason this season. <clears throat> Brandon, he could stand to turn the ball over a lot less. I won't deny that, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not really that important or that big of a deal. Because his turnovers yeah. come by him just being like a little over aggressive and going into bad spots, I guess. So it's, mm-hmm. it happens. It's whatever. <laughs> with with the way that Jalen is, I can. It's like, yeah, I'm. For me. I'm not, I don't be mad at him when he turned the ball over like that. One, because it really don't lose that many games like that. Like, even with him turning the ball over, the Celtics aren't that, the Celtics as a whole aren't that bad at turnovers. So, like, if Jalen is the one who turns it over out the team, whatever it is. It is. Um, but two, it's like, there's a reason second options are second options, and it's because they all have some type of flaw that is keeping them from being a first option. And if Jalen was really good at not turning the ball over and finding niggas, he would probably be a super max nigga. And he's just not, and that's fine. So I will gladly take his four turnovers a game. As long as he gives me 26 points a game. 26 a game on 50% shooting at that. 50% shooting? Please. Yeah, I'll take it. Turn that that ball over your four times. One quarter. One a quarter. I don't even care. How Do what you can dribble, dribble, dribble off your foot. I don't, you know. <laughs> have, have fun. Have fun. That is, is the best is. second. That is arguably the best second option in basketball. Like, it's really exactly. only him and the healthy Anthony Davis. Like, and, it, and if anything, Anthony Davis is the number one option now. So it's like, that's the best, that's the best second option in basketball. So exactly. I, I don't, I don't really know what to say. So like, he, he, he don't hinder Tatum game at all either. He can play off ball. Him and Marcus got a crazy connection at this point too. Like I watched that late game live last night like ten times today alone. I see. I ain't what late game live. Um, last night is like the last two minutes or so, and they was kind of like the defense like really focused on Tatum, so Jalen kind of like snuck back door and tried to lob over um like over Lowry. Like late, like oh, the last yeah, two yeah, minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said live. I thought you said lab. I thought you said late, oh, late no. game live. <laughs> oh no, live. Yeah. And that's not they, thing. Uh, last night he sat the whole third quarter because of foul trouble. And then with Tatum on the bench to start the first like four minutes of the third, I mean of the fourth, him, Marcus, and Dare, they really held it down. Bruh, Jason be holding that. Jason be holding it down. Like I feel like yeah. I remember seeing one time somebody had tweeted like, if Jalen has a bad game, Tatum will bail him out. But Jalen has never bailed out Tatum when Tatum has a bad game. And I was like, one, niggas are lying. <laughs> two, <laughs> it's like there are sure there are times when Tatum goes to the bench and we obviously do not look as great and when he is on the court. That is one of the best players in the league. That's just not how that works. That happens. That's, yeah, that's not how that works. Gonna, they're going to look a little bit worse. It is what it is. But for the most part, my boy be holding that bitch down. Like, yeah. when Tatum don't play, he averaged like 30-something. I think he, they say he averaged like 30, 10, and, and, and like six assists. Marcus do his job a little bit more. He's a little bit more aggressive as a scorer. It's just like... Of course, we're not going to win every game without our best player, but yeah. and our best player is, a, is top five level at that at this point too. So that's the that's the best drop off. Is, so it's, it's what it is. Our best player is arguably MVP, and yeah. more than likely, if he's not in the lineup, you're replacing him with like Grant Williams. Like, yeah. yes, <laughs> our, our offense is going <laughs> to look a little bit worse. Our defense is going to look worse. It's it is it just how it the game goes. I know Tatum be holding it down without Jalen being there, but I know for, for a fact he would much rather play with Jalen than anybody else. Exactly. See, no when it's wartime with them boys are going. He know how they get active, so it is what it is. He know how they get down. <laughs> I I know how they get down. I ain't got to I don't know how, what everybody else know, and I don't know why everybody acted brand new at this point. But yeah. I know when it's wartime, I know they want each other to play more than anybody else. And they gonna exactly. get right. Exactly. So act like y'all been here before. Act like y'all know how this go. Because y'all do know how this go. Come on now. A healthy Celtics team. <laughs> My boys are winners. Exactly. And Rob coming back by Christmas, hopefully. Bro, who do we play on Christmas? Milwaukee again? We, yeah, we play Milwaukee again. Yeah. Bro, last Christmas was my heart. <laughs> yeah, this last Christmas was rough. I'm glad I got my get back from the playoffs because last, <laughs> oh, last Christmas was crap. Last Christmas was. I was like, bro, what, what is going on? <laughs> and I can't wait to. I hope I can't. I hope we smash them with Chris Middleton, uh, Middleton in the lineup. Man, I need two thirty pieces from both of them because it's just like. I can't when if Chris Middleton was here. It's like Middleton better give us a 40 ball fresh out the gates on Christmas. I guess. I I do understand missing your best one of your better players is bad. You you can talk yourself into that. But also the Celtics also were missing key players throughout this whole world. Like Rob missed like three games out of that series. I think Marcus missed like one. It's like there's this is not a one way street of missing players. That's not. Like, if Chris Middleton was there, we we would have won in five. Like, stop it, stop it. Sure, uh, lying is lying. 
cool though. So I, I think you know, I, I fuck with Lion. I understand. Oh, if, um, let him rock. You know, if, if Tatum was missing out of the series, I, I lied about some shit too. Or, you know, if Marcus <laughs> was missing out of the series, I lied about some shit too. I understand. Exactly. So it is what it is. But the Bucks are rolling right now. But that's not surprising because Giannis got this regular season stuff figured out. So. That's what he do. They don't roll. They don't roll all season with the without Middleton, whoever. Cause... Mr. Running Dunk Man. <laughs> Boy, is crazy. Yeah. I, so that's, I, that's what he, he do. I, that was, he's an amazing player. One of the best players I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the, I hated the no skill thing. Um, uh, I'm glad to see him thriving. But when he plays us, rest in piss. He also <laughs> kind of scares me because, I mean, I think we talked about this before. But when Giannis be losing, that he get kind of reckless. <laughs> he a man, man. He start overdoing and, it. <laughs> and it's not even like it's not on no it's not on no type of malicious stuff. It really just be like he's just trying to win, and so he's going super hard against the Wizards because they're ninth seed right now. Um, maybe they win a playing game. Uh, the Wizards or the Hawks, either one. Yeah, just, yeah, one of them. There we go. Because Toronto, <laughs> Toronto and Brooklyn are the seventh seed, and I do not want to play any more of them niggas. I think we'll beat the shit out of Brooklyn too, but I just don't want to. Brooklyn, Brooklyn can play Milwaukee. Um, Please. Then, then we could play Indiana or Philly because I, I know we'll beat the shit out of either one of them. Yeah. Preferably, preferably Indiana because I just I'm not, I'm super not worried about that. Indeed, I'm just not trying to deal with that for five games or whatever with him falling right. and shit on the floor. Emphasis then, on five games. Then then play the Cavs. <laughs> and then we play somebody like Memphis or or the Pelicans or something <laughs> in the finals. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the Nuggets in the finals. That's a, that's a smooth six games. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, you know. I, was, I, re- I respect Joker, so I'm going to give him a game or two. I, I know if we, I know if Jokic get to that finals, he is going to act up. Like, he don't act. He up already, soon. he already be acting up in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. I just know, like, if he gets to that finals, he is going to get, get down. I think we'll still win, but I'm. He is going to hurt my heart many times. Right. You gotta respect the guy like that. Oh, it's not a count. For not really worried about Murray or Michael Porto over the course of a long series. I want to see Murray. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Murray got to show me. And it's not really his fault. It's just injuries. <laughs> Definitely. Michael Porter Jr. got to show me, too. Oh, no. <laughs> he definitely got to show me. <laughs> he got to show it, man. Uh, he, he has to show me. So I ain't seen it yet. I'm so a, he got to show I'm me. More, I'm more worried about Aaron Gordon than I am Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I Aaron Gordon backdoor cuts and then a Michael uh, Michael P Jordan pull up exactly so ain't worried about Michael that. P Jordan a Michael, Michael P Jordan <laughs> <laughs> ain't even worried about that but the West as a whole is weird at the moment uh, the the it's like I don't want to I feel like the Warriors are gonna make a run and they're gonna get to the finals and I'm gonna be so mad like they're oh, eleven and eleven. And they're a ninth seed. The Mavericks are a seed. The Jazz are a seventh seed. The Kings are a sixth seed. The Clippers, I mean, I feel like they'll figure it out, but it really just depends on what the hell is wrong with Kawhi. And then 
Memphis Pelicans and Denver are four, three, and two. So it's like all and they all separated by a game or two in the standings at that. So one back to back loss for anybody moves them from like the fourth to the ninth seed at this point. But yeah, and then Phoenix is at the top, and they're sitting pretty right now. And I think they'll be, you know, I think they'll be great. I don't know if I want to play them either because, but I feel like Rob gonna put DeAndre in the locker, so they gonna (laughs) DeAndre gonna have to show me in the playoffs. He don't have to show me in the playoffs too. So I see after I saw him get posted up by Luca last year. He gotta show me. You can't be a big man. You're posted up by guard, wing. Nobody would last so height the way that you know. You got to show me, big fella. Sorry. And who yeah, else? Okay, on the, so. And Chris Paul got to show me if he still can go the distance when it gets to the end of the year, too. Do you know how <clears throat> happy I would be if we beat Chris Paul in a playoff series for a ring? <laughs> I. Will celebrate to kingdom come. Hey, I, I need his downfall so bad. <laughs> Streets need it, man. We need it. And speaking of the, the like the West is just, I can't sell. I can't sell myself on some of them teams. The Grizzlies. I can't sell myself on a team with Dylan Brooks taking up that many minutes and shot attempts on nightly. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks hey, think he's the hey. best player on that team. So it's like I don't I don't know what's wrong with him. Like they, he needs to let them go. Or they need to trade him to somebody. Trade him to somebody that like a team that doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, because otherwise otherwise he's like actively sabotaging them every time he's <laughs> on the court. I ain't never seen a player he's really the personification of it's Dylan Brooks time, for real, for real. <laughs> they are so much better. They really should have beat Memphis last year in, like, five. I mean, they really should have beat the Timberwolves last year in, like, five. But they couldn't get out their own way. Jaron Jackson is another one that I'm, that he got to show me something to. He, he, he going to – if we play them in the finals somehow, he going to foul out within, like – Three minutes. Like I, mm-hmm. I know he's a great defender, but also know he's very quick to foul. And I already know Tatum and them is going. Tatum and Brown are going to have him in hell because they are going to go run through this man's chest. Got to foul. He don't really like to play inside and like grab extra boards or anything either. So, <laughs> like when he's shooting threes and then she gonna be hurting. <laughs> Like when Steven Adams would get run off the court last year in the playoffs, he really wasn't they really ain't had no big man insurance. Like talking about just Jaron, like I said, he was always in power trouble. So it was rough for them boys, man. They they gotta show me too. Shout out Jada. Shout out Desmond Bain too. He hooping. Hey, uh, that's uh one man people complain about it's not drafted. You know, that's the only person I'd be like, Oh, you know, I can see it, but at the same time, you know, I like how our roster is. Exactly. I ain't, stri- I ain't even tripping. The Pelicans, um, they got to show me some growth, too. They trying, though. They a little up and down. It's like, do I do I worry about a team with Brandon Ingram as their best player? This is no knock to Brandon Ingram. Uh-huh. It's just like. 
It's level. It's low levels to this, you know. That's all it is. Yeah, I'm not and people want to people want to say him and Tatum is the same tier of player, and it's like, no, nah. With all due respect, nah. With all due respect, just, no. That's just no. that's not how it works. I'm sorry. Not how that works. Zion looking a little spry lately, though. So good for him. He's great. I'm proud of him. I just haven't yeah. seen a I haven't seen a championship in a while without like a top like five player or at least like yeah. playing like a top five <laughs> player. And neither one of them niggas on the Pelicans are top five players or top ten for that matter. So yeah, so Zion don't get there one day, but he got he got to put it together. He got to just stay the course, so he don't get there. I hope. <laughs> they got a cute little team though. Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado. Oh yeah, I rock with Herb and Jose. Yeah. Those my, I would love them on the Celtics if ever possible. Those are my type of guys. <coughs> Stop that. I guess you don't like them. Yo. Yo, I have no clue what just happened. The hell happened to you? I don't know. And my whole thing just went like I didn't even like press nothing. Oh shit, that's right. But Are we back. Are we back yeah. home, but yeah. Jose Jose Herb Jones, you know, they cool. They cool. Um the Blazers got a decent little squad, but I don't think they real contenders. But if the West is gonna be shaky all year, they might be. <laughs> At least contenders for the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I don't know. Old, they, I feel like it's like it's really like seventeen the Western Conference Finals contenders. That's only because the conference yeah, as a whole is that great. Conference of me. <laughs> at this point, I said Dame is still Dame. Simmons, Simmons is a dog. Jeremy Grant playing drip ball. Um, that man, Nurk makes a forty piece. Yeah. So they also like they finally put some size around Dame. It only took a decade. <laughs> so they got a nice little who squad. Your, um, who your teams? Who your who your teams that you you or people that you can't bet on now? The can't bet list. I'm running out of people too bet on this one. Let's see who sold me last night. Jaron Jackson is on the no bet list. He's public enemy number one after last night's debacle. Um, who else? The Sitzers are permanently are currently on the no bet list as a, the whole team. Um, who else? Who else? It's long list. I'm gonna say Fred. I'm gonna say the Fred Van Vliet story to last. 
I know he's on. He's public enemy number one on the no bad list. I'm gonna tell that story in a minute though. I'm gonna get the rest of the list. Um, Halle, Halliburton. I'm gonna give him another chance because he kind of sold me last week, but he rolled his ankle, so that's not his fault. I need like one more rebound, and he like got hurt the last minute of the game, so I couldn't get it. And the Celtics are on the no bet list just because I don't want to jinx nothing they got going on. That's so I try my I try my hardest to leave them off. Like so I don't want to say like they be rolling, so I don't want the one time I put them on my ticket for them to have an awful game. Listen, I can respect when <laughs> niggas switch up their habits to not jinx the Celtics. Uh, yeah, Brand, Brandon don't be tweeting about the Celtics <laughs> if he feel like he a jinx. I, I can respect that. <laughs> uh, the one, I the one time I think early in the year I had Jalen. I took his over like this that game against Orlando. He had a rough game, so that so I think that might have been the last time. Now I had Derek on one the other day. Yeah, I had Derek on a couple like this past week. Because his overall points is always at like 11, 12 a game. So that's that's good money. Derek don't get that easy. But on average, unless unless it's like a two or three game slot and the Celtics is the only team playing, they never want my ticket. So I said I don't want to jinx them. The Raptors are working their way as a whole on the no bet list with their very stagnant offense is killing me. And who else? Western Conference. Pat Bev is on the no. He should he should have never been on the list for you, but he's on the no bet list. Has he scored over like <laughs> ten points this whole season? I have no idea. His over was set at like five points the other night. That man did not get a single bucket. I said, "You are kidding me." He scored five against Portland. It was who was it? I think it was. That was Phoenix where I had him just needed him to score like six. So that man had none and then got ejected. But all He's right, averaging well. four points, four <laughs> rebounds, and 2.8 assists on. Okay, I want you to guess the field goal percentage. Not three point percentage, field goal percentage. I know it's sub 40%. Okay. So I'm going to go with like 38 or something. No. What is it? 26. Point eight. Yeah, Pat just running around there being this being annoying. I ain't gonna say disruptive, just being annoying at this point. <laughs> but uh, he he okay, he scored five points on two for seven shooting the other day. He scored zero on 0 for two shooting the game before that, then three on one for five, four on one for three, two on one for five, five on two for eight, seven on two for eight, five on two for two, and then zero on zero for three. See, that's another this thing man, I don't, under, I don't understand about the Lakers. I don't understand what Patrick Beverly is doing to stay in the starting lineup. Or stay in the rotation in general at this point. He has not scored over six. He's not scored over seven points since the season has started. <laughs> yeah, man. Pat is just there to take those face and be annoying at this point. I don't even think he's having a real big defensive impact. But I will say, I got a good laugh out of that day. He tried to flop to win. Who was it against Portland? Like early the year when Russ um, took that midi to lose the game and Pat tried to redeem it by flopping that midcourt. 
Yeah, he's a he's a he's an interesting fellow, <laughs> to say the least. And for some reason, he thinks he can hold Tatum. I don't understand that one. Bro, I've seen that little <clears throat> interview, whatever, and he's like, he always gives him fits. Mind you, I know for a fact every time Tatum played the Clippers, his eyes light up. There was really um, like a two-year stretch where when the Clippers was on the lineup, Tatum was it was a forty ball. That's a forty and piece. I know Pat Bev did not stop any of that, but also there have been put like Pat Bev talk about any player, and you you would think like he was shutting that down like one on one for for. You would you would think the way he be talking, or during the summer he was like Marcus Smart winning Defensive Player of the Year made him want to go harder. And he was trying to figure out what he needed to do to have a chance at win. I was like, oh, it's not not your wheelhouse. It's different levels, man. It's it's different levels to this. It's not your wheelhouse, and that's okay. That's okay. Like I said, everybody's different levels. Everybody can't be on our on it. Can be on our guys' level when it comes to things. It's okay. It's okay. But back to, but let me tell you this Fred Van Vliet story real quick. So open the night of the league, not I think like the second night where they had like the 12 game slot. I picked a, like a seven leg parlay. And I just knew this was the one. Because everything hit except for him. I needed him to score 18. He had 15 with, like, the first three minutes of the third quarter. So I said, oh, this is guaranteed. This man did not shoot another... This man did not take another shot the rest of the game. That Raptors offense is so weird. That broke me right there, bro. I would not say I walked around work the rest of the night just not talking to nobody. Man, I was how much money you were going to win if it hit. I was going to win at least, like, five, I think. Off like five dollars at the, and it was my birthday weekend, so I was looking forward to that. But that was all. That was a guarantee for like forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, he. Oh yeah, that's disrespectful. I told my co, I said, "Yeah, we don't go to the gym after work." Sudden, when that parlay ain't hit, I just he said, "We still doing us tonight." I'm going home, bro. I I drove straight home. I said, "I'm not doing this." But, you know, you lose some, you win some, you live the gamble another day. Anybody listening, do not pick up the habit of the gambler. That's an awful habit to have. Yeah, anybody listening, Sam needs an intervention. <laughs> I had another one lose by one game last night, too. That's why the, that's why Jaron Jackson is on the shit list. But it's the Grizzlies as a whole, because how do you lose to the Timberwolves with no cat? Bruh, I've seen that. Mind you, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, but the Memphis out-rebounded them by 30 rebounds. Bro, Gobert had one rebound. <laughs> Gobert had nine points and one <laughs> rebound, and they lost. And they lost. I, they was letting D-Lo hit daggers out there. I said, this is ridiculous. And they was that was comes after them being, like, close the whole quarter at that. And then what did y'all get ejected for at that? Did you see? No. I didn't see either. I decided he got kicked out the game. I said, this is red. It was one thing I learned. The games are definitely red at this point. But it's cool. As long as they're ready for us to win this championship, I'm cool on everything. We here. 
So outside the Bucks in the East, is there any team you worried about, like going forward in the season? Cavs, maybe. Um, maybe I do like what they have going on there. I mean, like I said, Mitchell's great. Um, I just hate him. Um, and he didn't even do nothing. I just hate him. Um, I love Darius Garland. Um, Mobley's wonderful. I love Jared Allen. Um, I just think what they're building there is very nice. Um, I'm not entirely worried because, again, it's really hard to win without top five talent or even top ten, and I just don't think they have that. Donovan Mitchell was playing like that very early in the season, and um, I don't don't think that's really, like, held up. Miss trying to hold up the whole season. Yeah, they're a. I don't know. I just see them. I don't think they don't flame out early, but I don't think I just see them winning the conference because I don't think that Allen or Mobley physically are a match for Giannis at this point. Because <clears throat> they don't think they've matched up. I think they played like last week and the Cavs off like 15 at one point. And then. Giannis and Brooke kind of flipped the switch the second half, and that was pretty much all she wrote for that game. So I think as long as we get Rod back, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a winnable matchup for us. Yeah, that's really a good thing. Very much. Um, see, Bucks not worried about Philly, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is an interesting team. Because I could see them putting together something by the end of the season. But at the same no, time, it's just, it's very just unlikely that they just hold up consistently, I think. They've been, they've been moving so nasty. And you know, as we always say, the basketball guys typically do not more nasty. So, I mean, KD has tried to remain whole throughout this whole thing. It is not. The, the owner definitely is not. Um, yes. You know, Ben, you know, I got some sympathy for my boy. Ben is trying to. <laughs> he's, he's, trying, he's trying to take that KD path and just hoop it, and I can respect that. You know, like yeah. TJ Warren back. He's not like bubble TJ Warren, of course, but that's a very good person to have coming off your bench. So, you know, I think they're trying to get some things, but, you know. This is consistency. Really it doesn't. So, I don't know. Jock Vaughn is trying. I think he's, he's getting some guys going. But it's like some nights they look like they got it, and then some nights they just don't. So that's a weird thing. I don't know. I hope the Pacers at least hold on to make the playoffs because they're kind of a young team. So I don't know if this hot start is kind of real or if it's going to fizzle out later. But if they do make the playoffs, they're going to give somebody a very annoying first-round series. Halliburton is Halliburton is probably gonna make the All Star team. Buddy is solid. I said that Matherin kid, he's a stud. He don't get the starting lineup by the end of the season, hopefully, maybe. And who else? Miami. I think they don't. They don't pull it together at some. Yeah, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm glad they stink right now. But I just I can't bring myself to believe that they'll be that way the rest of the season. Nah, because they look to Bam is starting to really get going finally. 
Right, he's trying to score. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was hitting some tough jumpers last night. So as long as he stay aggressive for the long run, it's just he got to stay aggressive when Jimmy get back. And that's going to beat him. That's going to determine how their season goes. Those two can cut together the rest of the year. What's along with Tyler Hero not just shooting them out of games too. And how do we feel about the Hawks? Basketball guys don't war ugly. <laughs> uh, DeJounte Murray, it, it's like when Trey Young be talking shit, it be cool. And he usually be backing it up. But I don't know. DeJounte Murray ain't usually really used to winning situations. Yeah. And all that stuff that they was doing against the Rockets and then blowing it to the Rockets. That was so weird. Three game winning streak after <laughs> three game losing streak after that. I mean they they won their they they won their last game they played, but it's like I don't know. I, I can't bring myself to worry about them either because it's like Dante Murray and Trey Young, I'm sure. Sure. They lack, lack like, maturity as a team. And they lack, like, what's the one I'm looking for? They lack, like, creators in general outside of Trey. And Murray, of course. Because, what's his name? John Collins is, I'm not sure what he really does at a high I don't think he does. He's a good player. But I don't think he does anything on the floor at a high enough level to really boost them to contender status. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Clint Capella, he's he's who he is. Yeah, it's like Clint. It's crazy that like all these players that people were begging for us to get, they are not that good. They aren't. All these players that people are like, we need to sell the farm for it. Like, can you imagine if we had some type of rotation of Jalen Jason and Clint Capella? Like, that was like our big three. Like, uh, Jalen Jason and Moss like Where, like, Ricky Rubio starting that point guard. Like, if you let the timeline build the Celtics, we'd be in a very rough spot. Yeah. It'd be an extremely nasty season. Extremely nasty season. Like, oh no, man. It's crazy. And in the West, like we said, that conference could go anywhere. So we don't have to check back on them this time in like two more weeks to see if it looks any different because that's a weird conference at the moment. <laughs> like I said, the Suns got this regular season stuff figured out. Jokic, he got this regular stuff, regular season stuff figured out. Now, the Mavs are the team to really watch at this point. Because I don't know like, what direction they're they so fake good <laughs> and so fake not good. Yeah, like, Luka is the guy, obviously. But letting Luka do everything is not... I think it's already hit its tap at this point. So I don't understand how they watch Brunson hoop like that in the playoffs and then go right back to Luca only ball the very next season. Luca saved them. <laughs> I mean, Brunson saved them so many times and they rewarded yeah. him by, they rewarded him and Luca by just letting him go. 
Yeah, and it's like, y'all don't have big money guys on the roster, so I don't... And Brunson is a very tradable player in general. So if you matched him out, he would have been... First off, nobody's untradable at this point, except for, like, maybe Russ. That's because the Lakers are stupid. But, yeah, you could have you could have gave him the match, and if you felt the need to move on from a later, they could have easily just done that. So I just don't understand what kind of... De- I don't understand this team that really want to be... <clears throat> They don't know. They just want it to be as white as possible. Yeah, pretty much. Like, during the playoffs... Aryan race Mavericks. (laughs) Like, during the playoffs, they was like a gritty defensive team who was moving the ball and could always just throw it to Luka to take over when necessary. And it's like none of that uh, like returned this current season. So I I don't know. Maybe they'll figure out for the sake of getting Joe tough. I hope they kind of flame out and like be a play in team or something. That'd be funny. I like to see the Luca fanboys like in shambles when you call like the Mavericks a loser or something like that. I need that. <clears throat> need that. But here's what it is. Said championship season on the way. Championship season on the way. Championship season on the way. The Bulls are slowly but surely flaming out as we speak. I need that L so bad. <laughs> I thought the Pistons would look ready to take the step forward this year, but they're eh. and who else? Some young teams that's looking away. I don't know what the Hornets have going on. What is? They don't know either. What's wrong with Lamelo? Do you know? Ain't ankle hurt? <laughs> I thought he came back from that though. Did he get hurt again? Uh, uh, let me see something. Can you pull that over? Because I'm, I don't, I don't remember him getting hurt. This like I remember him coming back from the injury, and then I, I looked again. He was out of the lineup. Oh no! You know what happened? You remember when he played <laughs> and he stepped on a fan foot? Yeah, I think he twisted his ankle again because he hasn't again, played. Wow. Wow. He's only played three games this year. Uh, okay. No, it makes a lot of sense. November the November the twelfth, November the fourteenth, and November the sixteenth. Okay, got you, got you. Jesus Christ! Damn, so he twisted his ankle over a fan and just missed the rest of the month. Then, which is insane. That's I'll really be hurt. so pissed. <laughs> right? That's wild. And the Clippers, another team that could really. Get it together at some point, but I don't know if Kawhi hoops anymore. So that's yeah, I, I again. I gotta uh, if Kawhi is hooping, then uh, yeah. you gotta yeah. you gotta give him that respect. But if he's not, which he hasn't been, I don't I don't know where they're going from here. And Paul, what's and Paul George has been in and out the lineup too. So I don't know what they have going on over there. But I know I'm tired of the timeline calling that trade the worst trade ever, like every like once a month at this point. Yeah, it's like it's unfortunate <laughs> what's going on. I mean, they still went to the Western Conference Finals and like, you know, they still have the pieces and it's not like the niggas died or something. It's just like right. you know, shit happens. You you make that trade ten times out of ten. You made that trade ten times out of ten. If it like if it means getting Kawhi in prime form, 
Well, Paul George was also in peak form at the time. I think you still do that. Because the thing about draft pits is draft pits got to come back as good players eventually. Bruh. And, and 80% of the time, they submit. I mean, you see, like, even with – and, like, Scotty Barnes is young, so I don't take this as, like uh, – I don't want anybody taking this as, like, slander, slander, but he's been struggling this season. Yeah. And even with how good he looked last year, it hasn't looked as good mm-hmm. since. And, you know – if this is him or he doesn't get that much better than his rookie year, it's like, it was it really worth it instead of like trading it for right. a Just like with the Warriors, they held on to that number. They hit the number two pick and took Wiseman. They kept trying to two timeline us to death, but it's just like, really? Like, I get it, but you didn't draft the correct players for this whole two timeline talk that y'all keep trying to force on us. So, like, the draft pits are cool to have, but like, so they have to return the profit. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, your draft pits can either turn into a Jason Tatum, and with all due respect, they can, or they can also turn into a James Wiseman, and have, you have to send your second, your second overall pit to the G League. Fresh off in year three, so Lord, <laughs> yeah, he need to, he need to go somewhere that a uh, team that doesn't matter, like the Magic or something. Like I, yeah. I, I, it's just I feel like if you can't play with Curry, then you probably are like really bad. But I don't know. He also really I don't. He needs a place that is willing to let him fail at the same time. Exactly, because with the Warriors, you gotta come in and play high level hoops every single day. You can't have, well, you can, I ain't say you can't have off games, but you got to at least know how to play high-level hoops in some capacity, which Wiseman, Kamindra, nor Moody really know how to do at the moment. <laughs> so, which is why they should have either traded the pick or simply just drafted the better players that were on the board at the time. Because a project player next to Steph Curry doesn't make any sense at all. I know he'd be pissed. <laughs> and Jordan Poole has came back down to earth this season a lot, too. You don't move me. The pool party is over. <laughs> pool party. We got chlorine in it. Got chlorine in it. Pool needs a new filter. Sorry. It's all right. needs a new filter. That's <laughs> packed. So they've been clean since the summer. Let's <laughs> fat that up, man. So, but let's so say we got a good season shaping up so far. Got a few contenders. Got the best offense ever currently. Defense getting there. Rob back by Christmas. So we don't see some tough matchups this week ahead. I hate that we don't end up playing Toronto without Al. Because the Raptors are just like they're not better than us, but they're just a, extremely annoying. annoying matchup. Annoying. <laughs> I've never played a more annoying team in my life. There's like, never been a team this annoying. Like those two preseason games going to overtime, it's just the most ludicrous thing in the world to me. Bro, I feel like every time we play them, it goes into overtime. You remember when we played them without 
<laughs> it was Marcus and the bench guys, and it went to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> we thought Nesbitt hit the um, game winner at the end of the uh, regulation. That was like, the wildest was... game ever, bro. Nasty. Like, no and matter this... how, no matter how good or bad they are, they're going to hang around. They're going to hang around. And they want that matchup with us. You can tell they really want to win those games against us. Whether it's preseason, whether our bench is playing, like they really want those W's. Shit, they need them. They do need them. So we don't see. And back to your Scotty Barnes point earlier. I think he kind of got a little gassed up. I don't want to say he was like overrated, but he definitely benefited. He's like he's like early Tatum to an extent. <clears throat> where he came into, like, the dream scenario for a young player, especially of, mm-hmm. like, his talents, to where down that he fit in so well year one, they expect him to take the reins as a lead already. Like, you know how after Tatum rookie season, they tried to bring him in and hopefully he turned into the guy year two, but he just, like, literally wasn't ready at the time? Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't mean he's a bad player. He's never done raise. Just at the moment, he was not ready. <clears throat> I think that Scotty's just in that predicament, more or less. And I think I think Evan Mobley is kind of in that same area, but for him, it doesn't matter as much as they brought in Donovan Mitchell, so. Yeah. I I, I would have loved – I would have loved to see them <laughs> without Donovan Mitchell, but. Yeah. But I get it. When the offense, they offense got like real stagnant last year, and Garland is like what six one, six two. Yeah. And when your next best shot creator is Karis Levert, yeah, you better you better go get out of the Mitchell. So I get it. It is what it is, and it's and it's working out. So, and before we leave, we gotta laugh at when people said Danny Ainge took the wrong Donovan Mitchell trade. For not taking um RJ Barrett. Pull up RJ Barrett numbers real quick and read them off. But they just wanted him to play for the Knicks. <laughs> that is really all it is. <laughs> Pretty much. RJ Barrett is averaging 18 points, five rebounds, and three assists on 40% shooting. Oh, he's up to 40% now? Yeah, it's just it's just not, I don't know. I feel like he's been <laughs> averaging 18 points a game since he got drafted. Pretty much okay, his so official season. He averaged forty points a game, fourteen points a game his rookie season. Then he averaged eighteen points a game his sophomore season. Then twenty points a game last year, and then nineteen points a game this year. So it's like, I don't, I don't know what he needs to. Hey, he do. was. I guess he could do this forever. He was what forty three percent from the field last year, I think, too. Mm, nah, he was forty percent. He was forty. Four percent from the from the field his sophomore year. I would love to see him without Julius Randle though. I'd like to see him without Julius Randle too. I think they're a very bad duo together. And wait, what's he shooting for three? Twenty eight percent. Oof. He shot thirty two his rookie year, then forty the next, <laughs> and thirty four the year after that, and then twenty eight. Oof. Jesus, that's rough. 
See, I thought he was making the leap his second year too, and then he really crashed back down there. But like I said, bad coaching, bad fit next to Randall. So we'll see one of these days. We'll see. <clears throat> and I'm full of Laurie Markkinen numbers for this, on the season. I know the Jazz is coming back down to earth too, but he's having a, a very good year so far. So can't. 22, like 22 <laughs> points, uh, nine rebounds, two assists on 53% from the field and 40% from three and 82% from the free throw line. Yeah, Danny did it again. <laughs> Which thing we said? He flees two teams. Well, he didn't really fleece the same team, but he fleeced the mess out of the Timberwolves. And like, even though the <laughs> even though the the Jazz have been struggling, it looks like marketing is still putting up good numbers. Like, I mean, against the Clippers, he dropped twenty three and nine. Chicago, he dropped thirty two and nine. Phoenix, he had fifteen and ten. Um, Golden State, he had had twenty four and six. Detroit, he had thirteen and eight. And then he go. Then he dropped twenty five and ten, twenty three and ten, thirty six and six, thirteen and six, and fifteen and ten. So it's like he's still putting up yeah, solid rolls for the most part. Like even <laughs> if the Jazz are coming back down to earth, and I think that's just some of them playing better teams. Yeah, um, he's holding it down. He's holding it down. And Rudy Gobert is in Minnesota, just doing whatever at this point. I don't know. I still, I still think he'll help them. I think once they figure out their offense, they'll be fine. I think he's helped them defensively more than anything. Yeah. The offense is a mess because Ant didn't make the leap we thought he was going to make coming into the right. year. Ant didn't make the leap. <laughs> D'Lo sinks. And then for some reason, like the coach talked about, like, they're going to run, like, spread pick and rolls now and it's like bro you should have been doing this when cat was playing like cat is yeah. arguably the greatest center shooter ever and you just now talking about spread pick and rolls are you crazy come on dog like you shooting yourself in the foot nightly <laughs> it's like better offensive execution is gonna save that team at some point because Ru- we knew rudy's not the offensive guy we knew that coming from the jump and they didn't get him to go play offense. They got him to help secure the defense because Cat has never been a good defender. Well, I think Cat could be. He Cat's not really a willing defender full time. I'll say that. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe maybe Ant picks it up. Um, hopefully they trade D'Lo at some point. Bruh, trade him. I, this, this is a contract year, so they either got to trade him or just be okay with him walking in off. Either one works. Either one works. <laughs> so, we don't see. We don't see. But I think that's about it. But, you know, as usual, like I said, chip season. Ain't ducking no smoke from nobody. We don't see about some of these teams. We got some tough teams on schedule this month, so we don't see about them. We are going to see. <laughs> we don't see about everybody. I think Jimmy, I got off case that Jimmy posted something on his Instagram to say he's going to be back for tomorrow game. So we don't see about him. Okay. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we don't see about KD this weekend. Him and Kyrie, what they, what they hit on. Toronto, 
and whatever. We don't see about Phoenix next week. And we got, I think we played both LA teams this month too, right? Bro, I need us to smack the Lakers. <laughs> like, smack. Smash. Like, but see, LeBron is annoying though, because LeBron gets up to play us no matter what it seems like. Because he's a dickhead. <laughs> that nigga can't be having, like, I feel like he could be having the most midseason ever, and that nigga see the Celtics on the schedule and don't see it, like it's game seven. Because... It's game seven, man. So, so we don't see about everybody, though. That's all good. We got one more matchup with the Bulls next month. And yeah, do we play I'm the I'm playing them. I can't wait we to be done playing them. Do we got the Pelicans on the schedule this month and next month? Um, sure. <laughs> uh, we play the Pels January the eleventh. January, no, sorry. So we got a little while. We don't see. We don't see about Zion too. So that's cool. So before we leave, final as of this point, we are what eighteen to four, right? What do you think we finish as? 66 wins. 66. <laughs> it's possible. I ain't mad at it. I think we don't we don't hit 60 for sure. I know that much. Never hit 60. I, we I don't I, hit I, 60. I, 66, first in the East. Um I really can't I really can't <laughs> with us being 18 and 4 right now, I really can't see us losing more than like what is that? Was it 16? We'd have to lose 16 more games or 14 more games. Yeah, I don't really see us losing 14 more games over the rest of the season. No, so I see it this way. We lost, what, two games all the last month? <laughs> Bro, two games all last month. We are like 13-1 and one in our last whatever game. 14. Like, and honestly, this month is the tough part of our schedule at that. So if we make it out this month on top of the standings, it's up. It's up. It's up. It's whatever. We don't get Tatum in. We don't get Jalen into the All-Star game, of course. Bruh, that's going to make my heart so happy. I don't know what they was on last year when he was struggling to get some votes because Boston media would stop asking stupid questions every other day. Chris Milton got in. Fred Van Vliet got in. Yo, Raptors bullied their way into getting Siakam all NBA, so we don't talk about that all the time, though. I think Siakam had a really good season that year, so I, you know, I'm fine with that. Tatum still got his first team, so it is what it is. Yeah, but over Jimmy was crazy to me, though. Jimmy. And the Heat was the top seed all year. I don't know. That was a little, that was a little wild. I don't know. Jimmy B is a very interesting regular season player. I really think he's yeah. like, you're really like, he'll really have a game where he scored like 30 and his next game he'll score like four. But <laughs> they'll just keep racking up wins because the Heat are arguably the best team in the league other than the Raptors at employing random people and having them score like 15. Like I've Does never that... seen someone be able to collect such random talent and <laughs> I feel like if you put a, a random accountant in a heat uniform, somehow he don't, that player he don't, score ten. That that one that account is gonna match out for at least one season. 
when he do after that contract. one year, yeah, he gonna max out at least one year, and then get paid, and then go probably be mid wherever else. A la Duncan Rob Duncan Robinson. Wow, we really got the better version. We got Sam is him. Sam is that guy. We just got to. I now hope you find more minutes for Pritchard going forward too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I get why he don't play. It might not, but whenever he get in, but I respect that he stay ready. Yeah, when I, I I can't be mad at him. I think he understand like. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I feel like if I was in his like his direct position, I feel like. I would enjoy not having to do that much, especially since, like, you know, he's probably still going to get his money anyway and everything, and it's not like him playing a bunch of minutes was going to get him a really big contract. Like, the fact that he can kind of chill for the most part and play where he's needed is, I would enjoy that personally. If I'm not going to be, if I'm not going to be a borderline all-star top player, like, doing Pritchard's role is like, the next best thing. It's a and it's a very necessary role for every team too. Yeah. Cause like you said, we saw last week during Sacramento where the whole team just took their foot off the gas and was kind of just slugging to the end. Well they threw him and Luke in the game and it was they got busy for a couple of minutes and got us to lead again. So you can't never be mad at guys who understand their role and flourish at it at that. So Shout out, Pritchard. <laughs> I was thinking we was going to see him at some point last night, but I think they waited too long and there was no more room for him, so it is what it is. So shout out, Pritchard. Shout out, Sam. Shout out, Cornette. Noah Vinley, Blake Griffin. Y'all cool, too. We ain't forget about y'all. Yeah, I, I love them boys. I love our end of the bench. This is one of, I feel like I feel like we always have a likable end of the bench, except Justin Jackson. Fuck Justin Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of the way. Fuck Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson is like a negative 45 net rating in like Brown, 12 minutes on the season. <laughs> I seen him when the, the Hornets came. To, I mean, the uh, Celtics played in Greensboro, and how he just kept shooting threes, which of course he's supposed <laughs> to do. But it's like, bro, like there's no way that you are getting down like this. And <laughs> very nasty thing to see. Very nasty. Oh man, but yeah, shout out to everybody except Justin Jackson. But all right, brother, I enjoyed having you on. No, we don't. Don't pot. We don't pot a lot this season. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yes, sir. So that's what we keep winning. Yeah, we will. So that means we, yeah, will. we will. Absolutely, absolutely. We don't find some cool guests to come on here and kick you with us. Too. All right, now we got got some great things coming. We here. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, my brother. Appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you as well. Much love Thank to you. you always. Yes, sir. Always, always. <laughs>